This is the intro to the podcast. Hi, goodbye. Intro. Is done. Goodbye. When in Rome. Johnson's house. One must be very careful, for he's a sneaky little bugger. He enjoys booby traps, boobies, and traps. Susan Sarandon, the veterinarian from Wisconsin, LA, once visited the Johnson's residence during an emergency call-out of their pet llama. <laughs> Upon her arrival, she was met with fireworks. Susan and Mr. Johnson felt immediate chemistry as they locked eyes for the first time. The following morning, they got married in Rome and spent the rest of the days whale watching <laughs> at the pristine beaches of Utah, New Delhi. The delicatessen of the deli next door to the veterinarian was deer meat. Tiger. Every morning, the deli owner Steven Stevenson V got out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning, slipped into his hunting boots, grabbed his pocket knife next to the whale ornament on the kitchen table and walked out the door. He was a very tall and intimidating man, yeah. known by the locals as Steven. <coughs> Steven! In the 1704 avalanche, Stephen got wedged between two rocks. Uh-oh. He was stuck for five moons and had to defend himself against the treacherous cold darkness, five bears, a tornado, a school of tarantulas, nasty cotton mouth, two stingrays, a buffalo on heat, three men in a zebra costume, a 90s rapcore album with explicit lyrics. 10 gallons of mayonnaise, a lubricated otter, fish, foul mouth Matthew, a shy ghost, goats on fire, a pyramid scheme, 10 bullet wounds, a tummy ache, and a landslide full of landmines operated by a mime. When Benjamin Bibi Button got stung by a bee during his barista course in Barcelona, he boasted about it in the nearby brothel. His brother borrowed this boring tale to boast with his friends at his bar mitzvah. Boring tales date all the way back to Philadelphia mythology. A great philosopher named Tom roamed the streets of ancient Philadelphia, spreading wisdom and philosophies oh. to every ear willing to listen. Some of his greatest works were completed. He had a natural knack for observing, participating, listening, drawing crude pictures, and understanding the human condition. Susan Somerset, from the local pet insurance company, referred to Tom as the greatest mind to ever walk the streets of Philadelphia. Among his findings, 
was the feline flask. He believed and proved it true that if you took the essence of 1500 street cats, bottled it in a flask, drank it during breakfast with some tea and scones, you would turn into a lion. Hence Tom's catchphrase, you're gonna hear me roar louder than a lion. Lion. He sold 500 metric tons of his kitty flask juice in the span of a week, which made him the richest person in Philadelphia in 1403 BC. Because no one loved Tom, he was a bachelor until the day he died in 1922 AC. He lived the last remaining years of his life isolated in a dilapidated town next to the train tracks in the sky rise. <laughs> but he did have one last epiphany before his demise. Honey, as he would always refer to himself, he said, Tom, honey, let's invent honey. And sure enough, he did. He took pen to paper, coffee to throat, and jogged down the most intricate mathematical equations humankind could ever imagine. He worked on his thesis for 27 days straight, and his hard work paid off. <laughs> The morning of the 28th day, he woke up with a jar of honey next to his bed. This was the single most important discovery in all of human existence since Marmite. Upon picking up the jar of honey, a tear slowly dripped down his cheek after grabbing a tissue and wiping his left buttocks. He stared at his marvelous creation, but was quickly taken out of his mesmerizing state due to a knock at the door. He slowly opened the creaking door to lay eyes upon Fred, the go-kart mechanic. They met at a basketball game a few years prior and became really good friends. Bro, bro, bro! Fred had a worrisome look on his face. He slowly approached Tom the two men halted in silence, staring at one another. Fred, with an almost audible frown and an uncertain grin, slowly opened his mouth and whispered violently, Tom, do you want me to have a look at your door? It's creaking quite a bit. Doors have been around since the dawn of time. It started out as a pet project by William Handel V. William and his friend Matt were two socialites during the French Renaissance period in Austin, Texas, Australia, 10,000 BC. Every day they would walk home from their extravagant events and cross their barren threshold into their home. On December 17th, 2043, they had enough <laughs> and decided to build a door the very first door. Because the previous day, after arriving home from a gala held by the Princess of Greenland, they made a cup of tea to enjoy in their garden and upon walking out from their doorless house to sit down and enjoy some tea and discourse, they were attacked by a swarm of bees Bee. and mosquitoes. In the process of swatting away the bees and the mosquitoes, a few flies also joined in the fun. As they got up to go inside, 
in their periphery they spotted a rhino. This is starting to become a nuisance, they said. They tried to run inside the woodless entry, but were stopped by a fruit bat riding a hyena. Before they could fear for their lives, the earth started moving and 6,000 moles ascended from underneath the ground. Then a dolphin fell from the sky, which was rather confusing to them and also to the other animals and insects. Whilst the entire crowd of men, mammals and insects stood still pondering how a dolphin fell from the sky, a bunch of herrings on fire started attacking. Their nemesis Peter jumped the fence, demanding they should go for a game of cricket. <gasps> then the most prolific war in history, referred to by historians as the Wisconsin Wetlands Rat, commenced. Tom was the first to throw a punch. Tom punched the fly, the fly punched the buffalo. The buffalo trampled on a poor old mole. The mole jumped, ouchie ouchie. The mosquito stung a rhino. The rhino screamed of pain. A kangaroo, carrying carving knives, jumped over the fence and said, Hey, everybody. The lying dolphin sucker punched a gorilla. A manic hairdresser pulled everybody's moustaches. Smoke transformed into a fist and punched a wallaby. Marvin, the magician, used the smoke bomb to get out of there. A school of sexy piranhas perused through the library books. A chef prepared a delicious soup. A cow bit a masochistic hyena's ear. And everybody had a jolly good time. Elephant